welcome to Diversity Matters, the podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion at Ireland Home-Based Services. I'm your host, Susanna Olivas. As always, to start the podcast, we want to remind you what D, E, and I stands for. The D stands for diversity, E stands for equity, and I stands for inclusion. Our mission statement for the D, E, and I committee is working together to build a diverse, equitable, and inclusive environment for all. For this episode, we are going to talk about going back to school and the different cultural things that children may face once they go back. It is important to keep in mind that different age groups and or schools will face different issues. Remember to talk to your clients to ensure that they are talking to their kids or even just answering any questions that the child may have. Before we talk about school and what a child may face when it comes to going back to school, we're going to talk about the many things that a parent can do when it comes to getting their kids ready to go back to school. One of the things that parents can do is talking to their kids about how it's going to be going back to school. Talk about the changes that come from changing from grade to grade or teacher to teacher or if they have started a brand new school. Make sure that your client talks to their children open and honestly. They should answer the child's questions because children may have questions about going back to school. Children are naturally curious and they want to know what they should expect. We are also still dealing with COVID, so be sure to talk to them about COVID and what it may be like in their classroom. This is especially important for children that are just now starting school. Be sure that your clients are recognizing their child's feelings. Parents should not minimize what the child is trying to say or why they are feeling a certain way. When talking to their child, they should remain calm and try to be as positive as possible. They should speak positively about learning and the other children they are going to meet. Parents should continue to maintain a routine with their children as well. This helps children know what is going on and what to expect. School is a big change, so when things at home are kept the same, it can be beneficial for the child because things are still normal to them. A parent or a parental figure is someone that a child is going to look up to. Children look up to those around them, so it is important to keep in mind how you act around your children. It is important to model how to handle difficult or stressful situations. A child is going to learn from others and begin to act in the same manner. So if a parent is not happy with school starting or talks about school being useless or unproductive, then their child is going to act like school is not important as well. This can then cause them not to want to go or not want to do any schoolwork and participate in school. Something that a parent may consider before their child heads back to school is discipline. It is important to use positive discipline techniques such as 1-2-3 magic because these techniques are likely to be used in schools. If you have an opportunity to speak to the school or their teacher beforehand to talk about discipline techniques that will be used in their classroom setting, it would be strongly advised to do so. When it comes to going back to school, parents should keep in mind that this change can trigger separation anxiety. This separation anxiety is in addition to the anxiety that a child may feel about leaving their home altogether. This is especially true when it comes to younger children or children 
who were able to spend their summer at home with their parents. They will no longer have their parental figure there when something upsets them. It is important to let your child know that their teacher is someone that can help them when they are upset or need something. A parent should try not to let their anxiety create any more anxiety in their children as well. In order to try to ease any sort of separation and anxiety, a parent can try to take small breaks from their child or children so that they can see what it will be like without them there. This could be as simple as leaving them at home with another caretaker when they run to the grocery store for 30 minutes. Parents should try to keep positive around their children and remind their children that they are proud of them for going back to school. This can be done for any child of all ages. If a parent knows that a child is not wanting to go back to school, then they should talk to them about how far they have come already to get to the point where they are, to show them that they are proud of all the accomplishments that they have made already. You can also talk to them about the good things that come with going to school. This can mean talking to them about their future goals or even just talking about the new things they will learn or the new friends or new experiences that they may have. Ask your child what they're looking forward to the most about going back to school. If they cannot think of anything, help them find even the smallest of things. Share your own experiences and the things that you liked from when you were in school. If they cannot think of anything at that time, then maybe the talk alone will spark something in their mind. If they have already gone back to school, then help them talk about each of their days. Help them find at least one thing that they enjoyed about their day, even if it was just what they had for lunch or something they got to do with their friends. If they are enjoying something that is not school related, that is okay because this can be considered a start and this is something that will motivate them to keep going later. Going back to school can be nerve wracking for kids, especially for those who are older. Those in middle school and high school have to deal with different social culture than those that are in elementary school. They may still face this, but not as much. There is still a chance that those in elementary school have to deal with cliques, bullying, diversity, anxiety, and or depression. This is more likely to be seen in those who are in middle school or high school. The biggest part of going back to school is the social culture of friend groups and or cliques. These groups make up a major part of kids' lives because these are the people that are going to make up their day-to-day -day life. These are the people that are also going to shape what their high school experiences look like. Parents should talk to their kids about how to spot the difference between a friend group and or a clique. A friend group is going to be more open and welcoming to others, while a clique is going to be less likely to accept new people. Cliques are also more restricted and will make it clear that not just anyone can be a part of that crowd. A friend group is normally formed from people who have things in common with each other. This can be a sport, a club, a game, TV show, or, any, or anything else that they like. Let your child know that they are allowed to be friends with more than just one person, or that they are even allowed to be part of more than one friend group. In friend groups, members will feel supported and they will feel like they can be themselves. Your child should not have to act a certain way because they feel like if they don't, their friends will leave them. A friend group is welcoming of others. They will allow others to join at any time. A clique is more about maintaining status rather than being centered on shared values or interests. This is different than friends because a clique is going to be more focused on being popular. Due to this, cliques are more likely to use their powers to hurt others on purpose. This can include 
excluding others, insulting others, or targeting just a specific victim. They can try to fix someone with a makeover as a way to bullying them. This person that they target may not even realize this is what is happening to them. A click is also not going to allow others into their friend groups as easily as a friend group will. A click may even discourage or not allow someone from a click to interact with someone who is not part of a click. At this point in the conversation, your child may ask why do people decide to join clicks. A parent can let their child know that some people join a click so that they can be popular. A click can also give someone a place in the school by giving them social status. And a click is also a good way for someone to not feel left out. And oddly enough, being part of a click can give someone good leadership skills. If your child decides to be part of a click, then just let them know that if they want to leave at any point, they can. In fact, most members actually decide to leave on their own if it's not something that they want. And this could be because they don't want to listen to the rules of the click or they don't want to be the one hurting others. On the other hand, some clicks can and will kick out their members. This can be for many different reasons, such as a leader no longer getting along with someone. A leader of a click can also lose their power if the rest of the group feels that it is time or that they no longer agree with their rules. One of the most common ways that someone may leave a click is because they get older and they graduate. With all of this talk of friend groups and cliques, parents should also talk to their children about the importance of making friends at school. A friend is someone that they can lean on and someone that they can have listen to them and they can listen to. A child is going to learn how to be a good listener through their friends. A friend is someone you can share your experiences with and a friend is someone that can help you learn how to respect others or how you want to be respected as well. Lastly, with a new school year, it can be common for the friends that your child may have had at the end of last school year may not be the same friends that they have at the beginning of this coming school year. This can be due to children finding new interests, making different friends, or finding more in common with others. Remind your child that it is perfectly normal and that they will also make new friends and find others that they have more in common with. Be sure to talk to your client about what it can be like for them to talk to their children about diversity. Talk to your client about not letting fear, uncertainty, or discomfort prevent them from talking to their children about diversity. We understand that this can be a difficult conversation, but remember this is an important one. To begin, parents can talk to their children about what diversity is and or where they may see someone who is more diverse than them. Talk to them about experiences they may see when at the school or even when they're out in public with you. Normalize that this is something that is normal and not a bad thing at all to see others who are more diverse than them. Talk to parents about how much cultural affects the way that some people view things. Some cultures are not as likely to praise their children as much as others. This is not to be considered a bad thing because they don't do something the way that you or your family does, but it could be different for your child to see so just talk to them about why this could be happening. Parents should teach their children to learn to appreciate differences that others may have. It is important to begin teaching anti-bias lessons to children early. These lessons are important so that the child can learn to appreciate rather than fear differences. This will help them learn to recognize bias and stereotypes when they see them. They may see them at school or even when they are out in public. Children learn early on how others view people like themselves or people who are different. 
Children should be reassured that differences are fine. They are not a bad thing. Parents should make sure that they respond to their child's questions and or comments about differences, even if they're not sure what to say. Because a lack of response can be interpreted as it not being acceptable to talk about differences. A parent needs to be sure to shape their responses to the child's age and personality. Parents should also be sure to talk to other family members about how they should respond to their child's questions. Just as we talked about earlier in the episode, parents should model behaviors and attitudes that they want their child to develop. A parent should not let stereotypical or prejudicial remarks go by without intervening or, and or addressing them. If these are made by others in public, it may be best to address them in a private area later because you don't know how someone is going to react. You want to make sure that you and your child are in a safe place to discuss this. Parents should also try to create opportunities for their children to interact with others who may be more diverse than them. A parent can also make friends with others who are more diverse than them in order to introduce their child to new experiences. A parent can try to expose children to role models from their own culture as well as from others. All right, well, this is the end of our Diversity Matters podcast on going back to school. To recap, we talked about different tips parents can use when their children are going back to school, the differences in click and friend groups, and also how to talk to your child about diversity. If you need any more help or resources, please review the following websites. KidsHealth.org, HealthyChildren.org, The Child Mind Institute, and Scholastic.com. Make sure to check out the announcements for our upcoming shows. We want to have a guest on the show, so please let us know if you want to be one. If you have any follow-up questions or advice, please contact us via email. And also, if you want to submit a request for an upcoming topic, please send us that information in an email as well. The email is diversity at IHBS. We can't wait to hear from you.